Welcome to Empowering Rare, the podcast for women's empowerment topics, women of business, women rock stars, women activists, and all women of every level trying to step it up in their life to be leaders wherever that shows up. If you have known Happy Finger in the past, you know I'm all about the way the brain works and neuroscience, and I want to bring that spin on everything woman. So if you're ready to buckle in and get some exciting information about being the best possible woman you can be in your life in every area, please stay here and listen in each week. So my friends, you can probably realize that this podcast took a long time to get out and it's because I'm practicing what I preach and I was not okay during the time I started recording this podcast. Now, I'm talking about mental and emotional not okay, like our spirit and our our core, but I have had a little bit of a cold going on. Don't worry. COVID negative, but, but regular sickness still exists. So if you're just now wondering why this podcast is just now getting out, that would be why. Hey, my friends, my beautiful powerhouse women of glorious light. <laughs> I hope you like that one. So I'm super excited to be here today. If you don't know me or if you've never listened to my podcast before, welcome to Empowering Rare. And I am Cassie. I am here to tell you all about my take on the world around me and women and all they have to offer the world, which is a lot. So definitely tune in every week and you'll get to hear all the things we get to talk about together. It's like a little girl date we have. Um, if you don't have girlfriends to hang out with, come hang out with me. And if you have girlfriends to hang out with, share this podcast with them too. So today I want to talk about a topic that I don't think is talked about near enough. And that is not being okay. (laughs) It's a super cheery topic, but hang in there. I want to give you some, some helpful tips as a woman to be able to handle the not being okay phases of your life, which as women, we have so many things on our plate on an everyday basis. And we tend to have trouble compartmentalizing everything. Everything has like a cross wire in our brain. It crisscrosses like um, like a little weaved basket. <laughs> everything weaves together. There is no compartmentalizing of everything. So with all the things we have to do, all the strains on our time, our energy, our attention is, you know, spread thin in every direction and everybody's asking something from us most of the time, we can tend to have a trouble when we're not feeling our best. We tend to feel like um, this means something about us. Um, We tend to make it mean something about us. Quite frankly, I want to break that cycle for you as a woman. If you've ever experienced the I'm not okay, I want to give you permission to be not okay. And I want to teach you some ways that we cannot be okay and still use it 
in a positive, beneficial way to come out stronger when we're starting to feel like ourselves again. So the not being okay thing is something that many people can probably relate to when it comes to this past couple of years. COVID kind of struck the entire world. And in doing so, no matter where you fall, politically, religiously, emotionally, (laughs) in the spectrum of what you believe about COVID, it still probably affected you. It affected everyone. So... The not being okay thing is something that I think a lot of people understand now. Even people who used to just keep pushing, keep shoving it down and keep pushing, keep moving, not not deal with their, their thoughts or their feelings until maybe someday they pop back up many, many years later. Which, if you're one of those, no shame, okay? But the not being okay is something that I want to break the culture around it of thinking that that means something about you. It doesn't you're human. And as a human, there are times when we don't feel like we're walking in our alignment as a person, or we don't feel like we're giving ourselves the full amount of attention and time that we we do deserve. As humans, you have physical, mental, emotional needs. All of these needs Um, come from a place of nourishing yourself, coming from a place of um, your spirit, because you're not just a body and you're not just a personality. You You have a spirit and a soul underneath all of that. And no matter what you believe about it, it's it's an essence of who you are. That is so true no matter where you fall in the idea of spirit or soul. It is an essence of who you are. And there's not a single person in the whole world that has the same essence as you. So you have unique individual needs and these needs are something that we neglect all the time. And the reason, especially as a woman, that we do this is because we live very outside of ourselves. Instead of going into an inward emotional state, because we tend to be very emotional beings, most women are very emotional, And if you're not super emotional, it's because you choose to never acknowledge your emotions. It's not because they don't exist. Because it's actually in our biochemistry to be emotional. And this is actually an advantage. It gives us a higher intuition. It gives us the ability to um, be more perceptive and more empathetic. Um, Also gives us the ability to be able to put ourselves in other people's shoes for a moment to see the situation with a a more broad spectrum of understanding, which is something that a woman has a higher ability to do biologically. So if you're not feeling okay, we tend to, we tend to, to project a little bit. We decide that if we start to feel maybe not like ourselves or we're feeling run down or not capable at the moment, instead of acknowledging that, we focus outwardly on everything going on outside of us. Because we have all of these things that are already needing our attention and usually as a woman, even at a very young age, we are taught a sense of responsibility for everyone else. What I mean by this is we're responsible. So so many young girls were taught that when you grow up, you're supposed to have children, meaning you're going to be responsible for someone someday other than yourself. You are, it's like almost a requirement 
without saying it's a requirement. And this is a horrible stigma we need to change because it's totally okay to decide you don't want children, to decide that maybe children aren't for you, or or even if you have trouble having children, this creates such a dis, um, disconnection in ourselves when we are like, okay, wait a second, I've been told all of these things, like I'm supposed to be able to do this or I should be doing this, and I can't. And that just needs to go away. There should have never been a culture where it was demanded of a woman to produce another living human. That is a right to only the woman to decide. Honestly, that's point blank. I don't care religiously, mentally, emotionally, how you feel about it. It is a woman's ability to decide to create a life. And so if she decides not to, there's no shame in that. But because of that, that stigma and a lot of others surrounding the idea of us being responsible for everything and everyone else around us. We're responsible for other people's emotions at a young age. You know, don't dress that way. You might make people think. And you're like, wait a second, why am I responsible for the way somebody else is thinking about me? Um, We're responsible for the way that we we conduct ourselves, you know, be a lady. Why? Because this is a perception thing. It's about what other people think. Um, it's supposed to be polite. I'm not saying that dressing modestly is is not a good thing to do. I think modest dressing is honestly is good. But I don't think there's any shame if you decided not to dress modestly. Um, <laughs> we're not going to go down that rabbit trail. But then also, when we're talking about like, being responsible for other people's feelings, thoughts, the way that they view us, the way that we we um, resonate in the world, the way that we show up in the world. Um, we didn't, as most women and most girls, when you grow up, you, you are surrounded even subconsciously with a culture of you are responsible for everything and everyone else. And it's like a motherly thing. Um, they were like, okay, mother, mother your siblings. Um, even mothering your, your parents, most of the time women are the ones who take the primary responsibility of taking care of their own parents as their parents get older. Um, it's like a caregiver type spot. And, there, and there's a lot of reasons for this. I mean, it's because we do have a higher capacity for empathy and caregiving comes a lot more naturally to us. But it shouldn't be required of every woman. But when we're in our own turmoil and we're in our own we're not okay feelings, we tend not to acknowledge them or choose to deny them from ourselves because we're responsible for other people. And so we can't take the time for ourselves. And this is the culture I want to break, is learning that you don't have to be responsible for anyone else but you. And you also can take the time to acknowledge the I don't I don't feel okay and it not be bad but it be actually really really good gives you the opportunity to resolve some things inside yourself that need acknowledged not to to point out any weakness or flaw because we tend to be perfectionists a lot as women or overachievers This is also another cultural thing. We'll go into that in a different podcast. But 
this feeling like we have to hide shame or not acknowledge when we're feeling a bit out of out of sorts and not ourselves is not helpful to you and what is helpful to you is being able to continue to grow without burning out without feeling depleted without feeling like you're spread so thin that you don't even have resources for yourself so let's talk about some things we can do as women to make this a priority and change the culture around this. Are you with me? I hope so. If you're still with me, come along and we're going to pick up the pace a little. So what can we do? What does it mean when we're not okay? So I would like to share with you a little bit about what I've learned over the years of not being okay and and understanding myself. When I was at my lowest of lows as a person, I was at my most not okay. And it was really hard sometimes to accept that about myself because I don't like that that version of me. And I also was not feeling like I could tolerate any more not okay. A lot of times when things aren't going right in your life, that's an obvious reason of why you won't be feeling okay, but you just don't want to be able to tolerate anymore. You're like, everything is not going right. I can't not be okay as well. So first off, I want to give you permission right now, right here. If things are not going the way that you expect in your life or things are going terribly wrong in your life and you're not feeling great, that is fine. There is nothing wrong with that. It's a circumstantial not feeling okay. And it's human and logical even that you wouldn't feel okay about things not going the right the right way. But the second thing I want to point out here is the I'm not feeling okay can happen even in the midst of your life when everything is going perfectly. There's a couple different reasons for this. Um, it can be one of two things. One, it can be self-sabotage. Sometimes when things are going too perfectly, our brains are looking for that problem and they can't find one. And the brain is designed to solve problems, so the brain creates one. It says, okay, things are going just a little too perfect. I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop and it's not happening, so let's make a problem to solve. This seems so backwards, but legitimately, this is what happens. The other reason why we might not be okay is something inside of us is calling for nourishment so everything in your life may be going right and you may have got that promotion your relationships may be super healthy and really stable and really fulfilling you may have the job you love you may have the family you've always wanted after the postpartum sets in and after all of that is over then you can know for sure if it's not this if the situation is that you just had a baby, but um, in any other situation when you're not feeling okay and life is going great, it could have a multitude of reasons, but just note that sometimes it's just because there's something out of balance, out of whack in our lives. Actually, what I specialize in is balance in my coaching theories and, and models. When we're talking about a balanced life, A lot of times the reasons for our internal feelings that don't make sense why they're popping up usually have to do with an out-of-balance 
portion of our life. It can be extremely hard to balance. Like I said before, when a million things are calling your attention, you're like, I can't make everything in balance. How do I do that? I would wear myself thin and to nothing. But it's really not as hard as you might think. What really balance means doesn't mean an even portion of everything you do and have. Actually, balance means making sure you're dedicating in the moment that's needed to a certain area the time it needs and then move on to the next area of the time it needs. So that may not mean an equal portion to every single thing you have going on in your life. Your relationship may need a lot more of your time, attention, and and affections than maybe your career. Or maybe your career needs a lot more time than your relationships because your relationship's really easygoing. Whatever it is that the balance of your life looks like, it's not an even thing that everything gets a specific amount of time. And it doesn't require your planner to plan it all out either. It means that when you notice something in your life is calling your attention for nourishment, to acknowledge it and maybe even find creative solutions to solve it. What I mean by creative solutions is me personally, I am a travel lover. I love travel. I take every opportunity I can to travel. I want to travel more. I would love to make travel like everything I do. And I think in the future that may be the direction that I try to go. But... A lot of times, it gives me something to travel, something to my soul to help me feel whole and a part of myself. And so travel is almost a necessity for me. And when I don't travel for a while and I get that feeling like I want to travel, but maybe I don't have the opportunity or resources or maybe even the money to do so for whatever reason, um... You have to find creative solutions, so maybe don't take a giant trip. Maybe take a day trip someplace you've never gone really, you know, within like a couple hours of your house. Like there are millions of things that you don't know about that are real close to you. So make a day of it if you have one day to, you know, your day off, whatever it is. So when you're talking about nourishing yourself... And that inner calling for nourishment, the not okay feeling can come from that. And sometimes we need to get a little creative to be able to solve it. When you're not feeling okay, it is perfectly fine. But it's usually a sign to you that something needs to happen. There are three signs that I specifically have noted over the years of not being okay. The first one is, I'm feeling an emptiness, an incompleteness, an unwholeness, and I need something to fill that slot. This is a very common depression symptom, and if you suffer from depression and anxiety, know that that is real and that that needs your attention just as much. But if you're not someone who suffers from depression or anxiety... This feeling may feel super foreign to you, and it's okay if you've never experienced this before. Just note that it doesn't last forever, and just note that it may not mean you need to take immediate action. Maybe it just means you need to plan for the future to not feel it in the future by inputting more of the things that you're lacking in the nourishment side of your soul. A good way to break down a nourishment chart for yourself of things that you need 
is to sit down and divide a piece of paper into a couple columns. You would put relationships, career, passions, and hobbies, um, health and wellness, spirituality and connection to the higher divine. You would put, what are some more good ones to put in there? Oh, relaxation and self-care. This is a good one to put in there as well. And then you would look back on your week and maybe even two weeks if you've been feeling this for a while and you would write down everything that you've done that you can think of. You can like quick jot it. You don't have to giant, giant journal it. But everything that you've done in the last two weeks in each of these categories and how many of those things. Then you would rate how nourishing in that area that felt for you because every activity has a different level on each one and you would see which ones look really out of balance and where you're feeling like you need a little bit more or where you need to cut back a little bit in some areas. It's a good way to give yourself an idea of what is not being taken care of in your life and where you need to do some work girl. So if that's the case, that you've never felt it before and you know that for a fact it's like, okay, maybe you don't struggle with depression or maybe it is a low sign of depression but doesn't mean anything about having to need any extra help. And if it does, that's okay too. I am a very big advocate for getting help when you need it. So the not being okay, if it's serious where you're feeling like you don't want to get up out of bed, you don't want to eat, you don't want to live, please contact help. But there's no shame in this. And if you need a friend to help you do it, I would more than happy be your friend to do so. If you want to reach out to me, you can always go on my website, shoot me a message. I am all about supporting others, even if I am not directly in contact with you, I will help you get some help. Um, If you don't have any friends to do that, that's totally okay. Or people you feel comfortable with. The other thing is if it's not that severe, make sure you're nourishing those, those areas in your life that aren't feeling the greatest. It's a big sign of this is that something's not being nourished. The other sign, if you're feeling this way, not okay in your career, maybe you don't need to totally jump careers and go into something crazy that you don't know anything about and invest a bunch of money. Maybe. You just need to experiment a little, like give yourself a couple minutes each day to experiment in that, in what that career would be like. Talk to people who have been in that kind of career. Maybe you just need a small pivot of your career. So maybe stay within the same company and just change your position. There are ways to do that. There are always ways of change. And a lot of times when we've stayed in one place for so long, no matter if that's in our relationships or in our companies or in our in our lives, in our regular routine, sometimes our brains are like, okay, we need a change of scenery. We need a, a change of pace. So if you're just needing like a small, quick change, maybe change up your normal routine to something that you don't normally do. And you can do that in your relationship. You can do that in your job. Maybe find a better way of doing your job. 
Maybe you find something unique to do with your with your spouse. Maybe just make sure that you're you're paying attention to those cues of not being okay because sometimes it doesn't mean that the whole world is falling down. It just means you need a small shift and you'll feel much better when you come back from it. So, let's talk about shifting in a bigger way. What I mean bigger way i am talking about total life shift this is the option that you should never jump to first because it's like committing okay it's like when (laughs) it's like when you when you jump into like a high-speed chase with a police officer you better be committed because if you're not you're going to either obviously probably get caught but if you're not committed, you're definitely going to not get away with it. So that's what I mean. You, if you're going to pick this option, if this is something that you're feeling in your bones, that you need a giant shift in your life, my place that I searched for myself when I really needed a giant shift was my passion, my purpose, and my value that I could add to the world this is a good place to start. The reason why this is a good place to start if you're needing a huge shift in your life is because when you're not feeling okay and it's a, it's a sign that you need a shift, then sometimes adding value to the world, even if it's in a subtle way, and I don't mean helping the whole world and I don't mean helping everyone. We already have enough people demanding our attention. I mean adding a value that your heart cares about to the world. Something that you feel strongly about. Some sort of injustice or equality that you specifically have a heart for. Or some kind of need that you know you could fill. Or some kind of um, wisdom that you know you could give. Start there. Start where you feel your heart calls you and you feel the most drawn to. Maybe a passion that you're so passionate about this thing, but never spent much time in it. That's where you build the platform of your life if you're going to do a huge shift. I think in the coming future, I will do a podcast on how I changed my entire life. And the podcast will be about like huge change and shift in in direction as a person. Um, But we are not going to go into all of that today. I can break it down for you because I did it. I totally shifted my entire life. And I was so proud of myself because I never felt more like myself till after I did that. Now, that doesn't mean that's right for you. So don't go jumping into changing everything. Because when you're changing everything, when you shift that way, it should only be to be more aligned to who you really are. It should never be to change who you are because that never works. You can fake it as long as you want, but that never works for long. It will eventually fall apart and you'll still feel that empty, I'm not okay feeling. We're talking about really getting down to the soul, nitty gritty feelings. And when you get down to the soul, nitty gritty feelings, there's only a couple of things that are making you not feel okay. It's either circumstantial, circumstances are not going your way, and and it puts you in an uncomfortable spot. Your soul is not being nourished. There's something that you need help with, like depression or anxiety, or that you genuinely need a shift as a person. So make sure that you can identify your I'm not okay feelings 
and then you can know how to accordingly address each one. Women, ladies of all beautiful races, color, ethnicity, of beautiful passion, of sexuality, of of the world, of all languages, of all all different types of personality, all birth signs and astrological signs, all of you beautiful women out there. I am really proud of you. If you're not feeling okay and you're wanting to really feel better, just hang in there. But pay attention to the signs. And remember that when you need time to rest, need time to nourish, need time to change, that nobody else's thoughts, beliefs, or feelings matter in that instance but your own. Okay, my friends, thank you so much for listening to The Happy Thinker today on the rare podcast. I am very happy to be your host and thank you for hanging in there with me even when I wasn't present. So it was really difficult this past couple of weeks because first of all, I got a cold and then I was like, great, I can't even talk. Like it it didn't, I even sound, you can hear it probably a little bit on these recordings, but I sounded so bad. I was like, I can't record a podcast like this. (laughs) So I was like, okay, so I got to take a break there. And then when it was, when I was feeling better and it was time to come back, I am actually officially packing for my wedding trip right now. So, so excited. And it's a huge thing for me. I'll tell you all about it when I get back. I would love to do a podcast about San Francisco. Francisco, which is where I'm headed. So, um, yeah, so I have had a very busy couple of weeks and, um, and, and not feeling the greatest, not feeling okay. (laughs) So I'm so appreciated, appreciated, appreciative of you, my beautiful listeners, um, because you keep me going and you keep me feeling like I can do it no matter what. I will talk to you real soon. Go visit me at happythinkerlifecoach.com. I would love to give you more support and help and help you balance and bring yourself into alignment as a woman, as a leader, as the beautiful shining star that you have always been and just need to find your right groove to be there. Okay, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye.